mom and Julie Meekins. I'm a dad, grandpa, and brother in Christ. And I'm a mom, Grammy, much to my delight, and sister in Christ. And together we entered the world of special needs almost 26 years ago with our youngest daughter, Amy. She had a birthday. And so it has been more than 26 <laughs> It is years now, now 26 plus. Yes. A couple of weeks. So our desire is to help you be the champion for your kids that you want to be. And we hope you find something here that will make your world a little brighter. Yeah. And today we're going to be talking about three tips on how to handle unsolicited advice. So what is unsolicited advice? This is when someone decides to give you advice without you asking. Oh, that happens all the time. <laughs> oh, it sure does, especially to parents and especially to special needs parents. So the struggle is real, as this one parent describes. Depending on who it is who is saying something to me and their tone and their intent, I'm either crushed or I'm livid. I have gotten a little better and try to ignore, but for a while there, it was one extreme or the other. I try to remind myself that they don't have a clue, none whatsoever. And there's so much misunderstanding regarding our special needs kiddos. There are some examples, and we'll be listing some just right here, of some examples of advice uh, that were given um, that are totally not appropriate. Where do you hear these guys? And maybe some of you have already experienced them. I hope right. you haven't. So regarding children who have experienced trauma and were removed from their home and are now being cared for by foster parents or they've been adopted, these are comments that one foster parent received. There's no way he remembers. He was too young. This is a child who's been diagnosed with PTSD and all kinds of triggers. Or the same statement was made to the same parent, he'll grow out of it, PTSD. So I also wanted to mention another comment that one mom said to us about uh, her child had to go to a preschool because she was working full-time and there was no other option for her to, to be working or not to be working. And so someone, he was having some struggles and the school that he was in didn't understand trauma. And so they were all about, it's all because you put him in preschool. So it's mom's fault for putting this child in preschool that he has trauma issues. Um, and obviously that is not true, but it was really hard on the mom. And then um, another story Tom's going to tell you about children who have medical Medical challenges, challenges yes. Uh, um, our Amy had early medical challenges, and many of you who are listening uh, can relate. Um, here's some unsolicited, unsolicited advice that uh, is, uh, I'll quote the, the parent. You don't need a feeding tube. She'll eat eventually. Or her surgery is just one and done, and then she, she'll be healed and They've had eight surgeries. That child has then. already had eight surgeries. So, you know, you guys are there. You, you know what we're talking about. And if you're listening and you love a family who has special needs, this may be helpful to you to know what not to say and what not to assume. And if you're working with children in ministry and you're listening to this podcast, please don't jump to conclusions because you really, if you don't have a background, uh, or you don't know this particular child in their situation, assume that there has been a situation that you don't know about. So 
Here's another one. Regarding children who have serious allergies. Okay. A little bite won't hurt. Oh my goodness. Not only is this advice not appropriate, it could be very dangerous and life-threatening. And regarding a child with a specific syndrome or a disease that currently has no cure, the quote of advice, he'll grow out of it. Oh my goodness. Well, that's difficult. It's hard because the parents are dealing with this, and we know this because we live through this. We're dealing with the day-to-day of care for this child. We know all the details surrounding their situation. And for someone to come out of the blue and not really understand it, then, you know, that's just, that's really hard on a parent. So another parent was sharing with us, oh my goodness. So this is a a mom who was interviewing a potential attendant for her child, someone to come and, and help her child through the day. And so this potential attendant said, Without even meeting the child, she said, you need to put her in a certain therapy because it worked for all my other clients. And my doctor friend says that that this daughter would be a good fit for it. The poor mom. She was like, I was floored. She had never met my child and was discussing things about her with a person I had never met to come up with a plan of treatment went on a second phone interview to be an attendant. Uh, an attendant. How inappropriate is that? Very unprofessional. Mm-hmm. So here's a question. Who gives unsolicited advice? Well, folks, it's going to come from every direction. It can come from relatives. It can come from acquaintances, people you sort of kind of know a little bit. And it can come from perfect strangers. Yes, and when we're exhausted and overwhelmed, it's easy to become irritated and angry. It's easy to go on the defensive and want to attack, but we really have to guard our heart, guard our attitude. So one of the things that we've learned to do when people are, you feel like it's a personal attack, and sometimes it is and sometimes it's not, but what we've learned to do is to pause and pray, or, and maybe end, pause and count, I've done that before. I've done some counting so that I don't um, spew out of my mouth things that are inappropriate as well. Or pause and breathe. Just do a little breathing exercise to, to help get us out of that overwrought emotional state and back into good self-control. Then, if the person criticizing you cannot be avoided at the moment, or you know that they're coming uh, from a loving place, Um, listen for something useful. Oh, good advice. Uh, The Bible is full of advice about listening to advice and listening to wise counsel. God teaches us uh, that value and the value of listening to advice in Proverbs 19, verse 20. Proverbs 19, 20. It says, listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. There may be something that's uh, the other person saying that you can learn from, but but listen, listen. Consider consider the saying: Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Uh, so therefore, open your heart and open your ears for something that just may be helpful to your situation. However, if someone is ranting at you, step away at your first opportunity. Yeah, we always like to put that in there because no one should have to take abuse, abusive verbal. Um, language. And so that's when you want to step away. So here's an example from a parent we know when a comment from a stranger was actually helpful. And this is why 
we sometimes we, we need to stop and listen for something useful. Now, here, so, so here's a mom. She has five children under the age of 10, okay? One older man said something. She said, this is what she said. One older man said something that stuck in my head. The children and I were coming out of the grocery store with carts full of groceries. My children were all over the place. Anybody? We've been there. My only thought was to get to the car as quick as possible and head home. Once at the car, an older man was walking by with his cart of groceries and stopped for a minute to say, you might be struggling right now, but in four years, look how many helpers you'll have. Cherish these moments because they'll fly by in the blink of an eye. And the mom says, at the time, I, I thought he was just said that to make me feel better, but now I realize that what he said is true. Okay, so let's go to the second tip. The first tip was listen for something useful. The second tip is extend grace. Grace is unmerited favor, meaning that we receive favor, we, we, we receive approval, acceptance, or blessings. Not because we've earned it, but because someone wants to freely give it. God is the perfect example of how to extend grace. He favors us, not because of anything we've done to earn it, but because he loves us and has decided to extend his grace. We can do the same thing toward others. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a hard one sometimes, but it's a good one. One mom shared her struggle with unsolicited advice and then her goal to do just this, to put a positive twist on it. She says, many a time I have thought in my brain, okay, why don't I go out for the day and you can spend the day doing what you think will make him respond the way he should. You try feeding him foods that you say I should be feeding him like other normal children and see how that works for you. But then I take a deep breath and realize they really have no idea. And I try to give grace and use it as a teaching moment. Sometimes that works. Then I cry out to the Lord in my prayer closet. And let's not be critical with each other as this parent has experienced. The criticism that is hardest for me to take is by other parents with special needs who think their way is the only way to help our kids. It makes me doubt my choices and worry that I did not fight hard enough or do the right thing. That's a hard place to mm. be. In all honesty, some folks really do have our best interest at heart. Even though we've not asked for their advice or opinion, some folks are coming from a place of love and concern. Mm -hmm. Giving them the benefit of the doubt mm -hmm. may well be the right thing to do. Because you know how it feels, be quick to encourage other parents. Your words may be the only uplifting thing that they have heard for a long time. Okay, let's go on to tip number three. The first tip was listen for something useful. The second tip was extend grace. And now the third tip, be ready to set boundaries if it's necessary. Keep in mind, though, that the rules change if someone is overstepping and you feel your anxiety rising or you feel emotionally or physically threatened. For your own mental and emotional health uh, or that of your children, sometimes it is totally time to set boundaries. We will pick up on this topic on our next podcast. We're going to discuss some whens 
and whys and hows of... If you need support in brainstorming ideas specifically for you, don't hesitate to reach out to us by email at championsforparents at gmail.com. We would love to hear, hear from you. We invite you to check out our website where you will find lots of blog posts, other podcasts, and more. Again, it's championsnumber4parents.com. And we invite you to email us at championsforparents at gmail.com. Also, come find Champions for Parents on Facebook. And now, Instagram, right? Yes, we just created an Instagram account. Awesome. So you can find us there, too. Thank you for joining us. Goodbye for now.